Welcome to podcast number 182 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. The title of today's podcast is Preparations to Receive Your Dreams. Now, we've been talking about dreams in many areas for the last number of weeks, and today I want to kind of bring that together to talk about how do we need to prepare our thoughts and our mind and our heart to receive the dream that God has placed upon us. So I believe you're going to be blessed by it, and I just want to invite the Holy Spirit now to move in a very special way. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast at this time to those who are listening in. I pray that you would bless it and I invite the Holy Spirit to take control. I've done a lot of work and preparation, done what I'm supposed to do. I call it my due diligence to get ready for this podcast. But Lord, without your touch, without your anointing, this will not hit the mark. So I pray for a special touch, a special anointing of the Holy Spirit to bring a podcast that will give people hope for their dreams. I'll thank you for it in advance because I believe something very special is going to take place today. And I know, Lord, that you want to bless us. You want our dreams to come true. And I'll thank you for that in advance and give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As a pastor, I've often spoke to our church three to four times a week. A sermon might take only 30 minutes to deliver, but my preparation time could be as much as 10 to 12 to 14 hours a week for one sermon. Now, as a Christian, I believe I need to prepare my heart before I even pray. Even before I read God's word, I should just clean my thoughts out and just go to God and give him praise. Before I would counsel people in biblical counseling at our church, the members of our congregation, I need to spend time, preparation time, on what we're going to talk about, but most importantly, on how the Holy Spirit wanted me to lead and guide that conversation. I have a couple of scriptures I want to share with you in this podcast today about how preparation needs to take place in our life for just about everything that we do. In the book of Psalms, chapter 100 and verse 4, the psalmist wrote this, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. This is one of the scriptures I believe I like pray and bring before the Lord before I get into any type of discussion, conversation with people, biblical counseling, whether I preach a sermon or not, whatever it might be, I need to go to the Lord first and get my heart prepared. Now, when we have a dream, a time of preparation must take place before the dream becomes reality. Everyone has their trials and challenges. Therefore, we must pray and read God's word daily. Psalm 100 verse 4 is telling us to focus on our God first in order to deal with the challenges that we will face in life, especially when we are trying to achieve one of our dreams. Now, the Apostle Paul gives us wonderful direction for dealing with any type of issues that we face. I want to turn to Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 8, make some comments on those because I believe these are powerful words in getting preparation, having our hearts prepared and our thoughts prepared in getting in line with God before we seek our dreams. Found in Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 8. Now don't worry, he says, about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now I know that I've used that scripture a lot in a lot of places. And the reason that I do is because it's my daily scripture. I just, I don't even go to bed at night before I read that and make sure that I go to bed with peace in my heart. 
and not worrying about anything so I can rest well. In verse 7 it says, Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything, it said. We can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. This is Paul. He wants to be sure he gets his point across. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now, that's an important verse when you're thinking about planning for your dream to take place. In preparation to receive our dreams, we need to make sure that our thoughts are true and that they're honorable and that, of course, they line up with God's word. And it says in that they're right and they're pure and they're lovely and admirable. And then it goes on to say, and I believe this applies to our dreams so much, our preparation time, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Is your dream excellent and worthy of praise? So with that, let's get ourselves prepared so that we can move into that that process of receiving our dreams. Now, I have always taught that we need a step-by-step approach to receive our needs. Therefore, I have a seven-step approach to preparing ourselves to receive our dream. So let's go through those one at a time, take a little time on this and see how the Lord wants to direct us. Step number one, increase our faith. Well, I'll tell you, this is crucial. It's so important that we should be working on our faith. Jesus speaks of those with little faith and those with great faith. So that tells me something. It tells me that there's always a way to increase our faith. I suggest we read God's promises of faith. Now, my favorite preacher of all time, a great evangelist, a man of faith, his name was Smith Wigglesworth. He's gone to be with the Lord. His books are available to this day. You'll be blessed if you want to read the books and the writings of Smith Wigglesworth. They're available just about anywhere that you can go. In addition to that, another man of faith that I was blessed to be able to meet and have dinner with on several occasions was Dr. David Cho. He was the pastor of the South Korean church and he built an amazing church, the largest church in the world. Both of these men have passed from this life onto their heavenly promise. Now, David Cho, Dr. David Cho, by faith, he had a church that ran over 750,000 people. I remember going there once, and the one time that we were there, they had seven services on Sunday, and each service had 36,000 people in it, and it was absolutely packed. So I remember while we were there, we went on a tour of his faith mountain, or prayer mountain, and people would go there if they had illnesses, especially if they had terminal illnesses. And the rule was, you get on a bus and you go out there and you pray and you fast and you seek God until you're healed. And it was really an amazing step of faith. So there was a great preparation time he had. He wanted them to be prepared in God's word. He prepared them to to pray and seek God, to praise God, to worship him. And they had amazing miracles taking place daily on Prayer Mountain. So with that, the first step for us to have preparation to receive our dreams is to increase our faith. Now, step number two, understand that your dream will face tests and trials and roadblocks. Now, when we were building a church in North Scottsdale, we had a great goal. We were going into an area where it was very difficult to build a church. They had a lot of restrictions, a lot of rules and regulations, but we had a dream to build a church in that particular area. The mayor, the city council, the people in the area that we wanted to build the church were all against us. They opposed what we wanted to do. They were against my dream, but because our God was with us through the entire process, we built a beautiful 1,000-seat auto 
Auditorium in the area of North Scottsdale, Arizona on 26 acres of what we call high desert land. Very beautiful, surrounded by mountains. And God bless it. When I look back at that experience, it kind of reminds me of the statement, the greater the test, the greater the testimony. So we have a great testimony that God blessed our dream and through it, we faced a lot of trials and tests and so will you. That's just the way it works when you have a great dream, something that God is in favor of. There's going to be people and individuals and situations that'll come up against you. Now, step number three, never give up on your Holy Spirit inspired dream. Now think about this. What inspired your dream? Was it something that you saw or read about and that's wonderful? Was it something that you saw in church or heard a sermon or saw a ministry with something happening? Whatever it might be, never forget what inspired you to your dream. If we give up on our dream, we may get to heaven and God could say this to us. Something like this. I gave you a dream. If you would have trusted me, I had great plans for you. Now, if our dream is Holy Spirit inspired, it will draw us closer to God. It will bless the kingdom of God and it will happen. I believe that and I believe that God wants your dream to come into reality, especially and only if it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now, step number four, never allow your past failures. Now, we all have them. We all have failures to rob you of your future success. Let me repeat that. Never allow your past failures to rob you of your future success. Allow the present time in your life to complete your past dreams. Bring them forward. Let me read you a scripture I think that Paul wrote in the book of Philippians that applies to that. It's found in Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 14. It says here, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling. So we've got to learn how to press on. We need to press on. You might want to say that right now. I'm pressing on for my dream. I'm believing for my dream. I'm trusting God for my dream and I'm getting prepared for it. I'm getting ready for it. I'm getting excited about that dream coming into reality that God gave it to me. It's my dream. I claim it and I'm going to receive it in Jesus name. Here's step number five. We must not approach our dream alone. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. When I say that you must not approach your dream alone, I believe not only you should be praying, getting God's word into your heart, claiming his promises, knowing that God is with you. Remember it says in Psalm 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. You see, it's so important to understand that God is there with us. He wants to be with us. But in addition to that, you need to have a good friend, someone that you have confidence in, you could that you can share your dream with. Now, there's a word of caution I want to give you here. We need to be careful when we share our dreams with other people. They must people be people that we love, that we trust, that we know that they're going to be with us and they're on our side and they're in favor of us and in favor of our dream. Because if you give it to somebody that's kind of a, kind of a moderate friend or kind of a friend that's not here one day and not the next day, you're going to regret that because that person might talk about your dream to someone else and that's between you and God. And so if you're going to bring somebody else into your dream, maybe a, a pastor or a church leader of some kind or a good family member, but just realize this, we don't have to walk the path to our dream alone. God will be with us and he's going to encourage us and bless us. But you need to be in the house of God. You need to be around believers. You need to worship the Lord with other saints. You need to read the word of God every day and pray every day. I'm not saying two to three hours a day, but a moment, a time each day and bring that need, bring that dream to God and wait for him and expect him to move in a very special way. It kind of reminds me of an old story. I hope I have it correctly here. It's about an example of a man who was feeling alone. He was walking walking down the beach one day. At least he thought he was walking down the beach. And after his challenges tried to defeat him, he noticed that there was only one set of steps on the beach in the 
sand. Then he realized that those steps were the footprints of only Jesus because Jesus was carrying him through his trouble, through his trial, through his challenges. Remember that God is the lifter of our head. He's the one that encourages us. He blesses us. You know, the word of God sometimes gets blamed for being rough and difficult and so judgmental and it's mean and it's against people. That's not what the word of God that I read. My Bible tells me, yes, God is a God of judgment, but he's also a God of justice and love and grace and mercy. And his mercy endures forever. And his grace is sufficient for all of us. So when you're going through your steps towards your dream, remember he's carrying you. He wants to bless you and that you're not alone because God will be with us as long as we open up our heart, open up our lives to invite him in and let him become a part of our dream. Now, if he gave you that dream, and I hope that he did, that it's a dream that's inspired by the Holy Spirit, then I believe there's an obligation there that God will help you carry out that dream as long as we live up to the conditions that our dream needs to have, and that is to bless the kingdom of God, to draw us closer to God, and to bless others, not just ourselves, but to bless others. And I believe that dream will become reality. All right, let's move on now to step number six. Remove all unforgiveness from our heart and our mind. You see, unforgiveness will hold us hostage from our dreams. Unforgiveness can rob us of our dream. Let me give you some scriptures, I think, that'll help you understand that. I've often wondered how many times unforgiveness has robbed someone of God's blessing, especially a dream that they have in their life. So let's look at some of the words that the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. It talks about love is the greatest thing that we can have, and so we need to love others and be forgiving. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, New Living Translation, If I could speak in all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Verse 2, If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge. And if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. Verse 3, if I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. So God is giving us a very strong message there that we need to have love when it comes to being blessed of God. Even if we have the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit in our life, if we're not loving other people, then I believe He's not going to allow us to experience the dreams that he's birthed in our life. Let's go to another scripture I think that's just as powerful and something we need to put in our heart and our mind in preparations to receive our dream. It's found in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number one. Once again, it's the New Living Translation. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. So we've got to understand, we've got to clean up our act, so to speak. I know that's maybe a kind of a casual way to put it, but we do. We need to understand that we need to get sin out of our life and to move forward and prepare our hearts and prepare our minds so that God will prepare the path that we will receive our dream. Let me give you one more scripture that has to do with preparing our heart, preparing ourselves in order to receive our dream. It's found in the book of Romans that Paul wrote. It's in chapter 12, verse 
number two, and it's in the New Living Translation. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now that's got several areas of instructions for us when we're preparing to receive our dream. One, it tells us to don't copy what other people are doing. Let's not do that, but be transformed by God into a new person. And he wants to change the way that we think. I think sometimes we have to change the way we think in order to receive the dream that God has inspired and placed upon our heart. It says, then you will learn to know God's will for you. Now, some people will stop me when I talk about dreams and they'll say, I'm sure I don't really understand. I don't think I really understand how to know absolutely if it's God's will, this dream that I've got. Is it, does God want me to do it? And I've heard that over and over as I've done biblical counseling in my years as a pastor. But I can tell you that God's will won't make you miserable. God's will won't make you sick or nauseated. God's will won't make you frustrated. You'll have peace of God that passes all understanding and it'll guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that you might not feel pressure from time to time, but when we feel pressure, we need to run to God's word to receive what I read earlier, to receive the peace of God that passes all understanding to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That we're not to be anxious about anything. You see, our dream should not cause a lot of anxiety. It shouldn't cause any anxiety whatsoever. Matter of fact, just because you're waiting on your dream, there should be that time of peace. And the only way that'll happen is if we listen to Romans chapter 12. Let me read it again. Verse 2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you. We need to be transformed to think the way that God thinks. It says, transform us into a new person by changing the way that we think. I just, I think I should pray right now that God wants to touch. I believe the Lord wants to touch us and wants to change the way that we think. Father, pray that we would take that scripture, that verse, Lord, to heart right now, that we would receive that verse and that we would submit to you and that you would transform us into a way of thinking that's your way, God, and not our way because your ways are always greater. Your ways are always better. Your ways and your thoughts are far greater than anything we can think or imagine. So with that, Father, I submit to you and I pray that we would all submit to you to think the way you want us to think because your word then tells us then we will learn to know God's will for us, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Father, I thank you for that. And I thank you, God, that our dreams can be pleasing to you, Father. They can be perfect to you, Father. I thank you for it. And I claim it now in Jesus' name. You know, sometimes I get a little wound up on a scripture and I feel like the only way to express it is to pray it. I love to pray the scriptures and I like to look at the word of God and pray it and have it apply to me or apply to you. So I want you to read that scripture, those scriptures I gave you. Once again, I'm going to give you a quick reminder of what they are. They were 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 1, Romans 12, 2, and Hebrews 12, 1. So with that, I hope that that blessed you. Now let's move on to step number seven in our preparation to receive our dream. We need to learn how to enjoy the journey to our dream. Now I did an entire podcast just on that enjoy the journey. So with that, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I do think it's important that we point out the fact that God wants us to be at peace as we're pursuing our dreams, and we need to learn how to enjoy the dream, the process, the journey. I've talked before about that. I can remember when we were building that church. Before it even started, I would go out there and walk the land, and I would call forth those things that are not as though they were, and I'd say, Lord, I call forth this church, and I believe that this is where it's going to be, and this is where the people will be sitting, and this is 
where I'm going to be preaching. And as I preach the word of God, you'll anoint it, Father, and that hundreds every week will come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I could just see it and I could, it was helping me enjoy the journey. Now I did that when we didn't even have a building. I did that when we didn't have the funds for the building. I did that when I knew that I was fighting a battle with with the city and with the mayor and all the things that were going on. But God gave me this joy to, this excitement and this high energy to enjoy the journey to my dream. So let me read you a scripture I think that'll bless you in that particular endeavor. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18 in the New Living Translation. These are wonderful words as we enjoy the journey to receive our dream. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So this should be our prayer for that scripture. We should say, Father, I pray that you'll help me to always be joyful and that's my goal and that's my desire as I move towards my dream and that I'll never stop praying, Father. Holy Spirit, help me. Remind me to never stop praying. Be on me and, and push me into times of prayer. And be, and, I'll, and Father, I pray that you'd help me to be thankful in all circumstances, regardless of what's going on. Father, I'll not allow my circumstances to rob me of the joy as I am on my journey to my dream because this is your will, God, for me because I belong to Jesus Christ. And I thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. See, I love to, once again, insert how that scripture applies to me in whatever endeavor that I'm facing. And I want to give you another scripture found in Romans chapter 15 and verse number 13. It's found in the New Living Translation and Paul's writing to the church in Rome. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now let's apply this by praying it and that it applies to us. Father, I thank you, Lord, that I can pray. And I thank you, Lord, that you're my source of hope as I move towards my dream and that you will fill me completely, Lord, with joy and peace because I trust in you while I'm on this journey, Lord. And then, Lord, you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit in me. And I'll have my confidence in you, Father, and I'm going to enjoy this journey as I prepare to receive the dream that the Holy Spirit has placed on my life. Once again, you can see what I'm trying to say here is we need to have these things apply to us so they become a part of our life as we move towards our dream. Now, as I close this podcast and move on to the next one on dreams, I want everyone listening to just think about this. I want you to dream on. I want you to go back and pick up that old dream and bring it back into your life. Or if you have not had dreams of things you'd like to see take place in your life, then seek God for that dream, for his will in your dream. I want you to dream again. I want you to think about, oh, I I need hope. I need purpose in my life. And God, I believe God will bring that into your life. It doesn't matter what age you are. I'm I've been planning more things since I turned 70, I think, than I did way before that because there's new excitement, there's new dreams and new visions. This podcast that I'm on, didn't I didn't get started in these until I was in my early 70s and I didn't even start pastoring a church until I was in my early 50s. So, you know, maybe I'm slow, but I think I'm worth waiting on. And I believe that I, I gave you that because I don't want you to give up on your dream just because you're 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 years old. Dreams can come true. Remember, Abraham's dream came true when he was around 100 years old and Sarah, his wife, was in her 90s and they had a dream become the parents of many nations. God placed that dream on them. So don't give up on your dreams and I want you to dream big. I want you to be sure and don't just settle for these little dreams like, well, if I can just get you know some ice cream tonight before I go to bed, those are, those are okay, but we don't need to have those kind of dreams. We need to dream big because we serve an amazing God without limits. There's nothing that he can't do and there's nothing impossible for him. I want you 
to expect and to anticipate your dream to come true. I want you to believe that because God's begun a great work in you. And there's a scripture that reminds us of that. And it's found in Philippians and it's chapter one and verse number six. Listen to this. As Paul was writing to the church in Philippi and they were trying to give them, he was trying to give them help and encouragement and help them to be thankful and to spend time in prayer. And he said this in verse six in chapter one of Philippians. And I am certain that God, that means he was confident. He was absolutely knew that God, it says, who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished. He says on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Now he's talking about the return of Christ, but I want you to use that scripture and to apply it that God who began the good work in you, he'll complete it. When he gives you a dream, when it's a Holy Spirit inspired dream, he's not going to just let it sit and let it just die. He's going to complete that work in you. And I believe that your dreams are going to be completed and you're going to receive those dreams. So with that, let me give you a very fast recap of the seven steps. One, increase our faith. Two, understand that your dream will face trials and tests. Three, never give up on your Holy Spirit inspired dream. Four, never allow your past failures to rob you of your future successes. Five, we must not approach our dream alone. God is with us. Six, remove all unforgiveness from your heart and your mind. And number seven, enjoy the journey to your dream. So with that, I'm going to do a quick prayer and believe that God's going to do something very special in your life and that your preparation time will bring your dream forth. Father, thank you once again for this podcast. And Lord, I just sense the anointing of the Holy Spirit on it. And I pray that you would bless those who are listening in and their dreams will come true, Father, that they are going to set a plan to prepare and take the steps that's necessary to see those dreams become reality in their life. I'll thank you for advance and I'll give you praise for it, Father, and that you'll receive all the glory because you have begun that work in them and you're going to complete it. And I thank you for it now and give you all the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope this podcast has been a help to you and we're going to continue on dreams here and I in the next podcast. And I just wanted to encourage you that if you would like to get additional information about the teachings that I have, you can go to my webpage, davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you go there, you'll see a reference to all the books that I've written, things that I think might be helpful to you. But even more importantly to me is that you go to the podcast link that's on that webpage, and you can now bring up 182 podcasts that we've done in the last year and a half. And I believe there'll be areas there that'll bless you. Remember, Quality Christian living is not just teaching about dreams. It's teaching about every area of life that'll help us to live a quality Christian life. So when you hit that link, you'll see lessons on prosperity. You'll see lessons on how to get out of debt. You'll see lessons on how to live a prosperous life. You'll see information on how to have great faith for miracles and how to increase your faith. And I talk about the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in a series of podcasts. So we have a plethora of items that I think will bless you. And I would encourage you to listen to some of the other podcasts on quality Christian living. Now, if you would like to, you can subscribe to my podcast on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. We're going to continue our series on dreams. Matter of fact, I just have one more podcast to do on dreams and I'll be bringing that up on podcast number 183 and it's simply entitled Dream On. You'll want to listen to this one. You might want to let your friends and your family members know that I'm going to be wrapping up this series on dreams and I'm going to do a, not necessarily a review, but give you some new direction and guidance on how we can dream on and how we can move forward to receive those dreams 
dreams that God has placed upon our heart. I'm excited about that lesson because I've worked on it. I've put a lot of time and effort into it. And I believe the Holy Spirit has this very special message for those of you who want to see your dreams become reality. Maybe you've given up on one. You need to pick that back up and move forward with it. Or you need to move on, dream again, and dream on and receive those dreams through the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the blessings of God. So with that, I'm going to just close with these thoughts. I'm going to read that scripture again that I just really enjoyed and found in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. And it says right here, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished. You see, I believe in that and I believe that God's going to bless you. So with that, I'd like to give you this blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you, that your dreams will become reality, that you'll walk in them and live in them. And regardless of your age, regardless of where you are in life, regardless of your circumstances, that the God of peace will help you receive that dream that's on your heart. Pick it up, go back and get it, or dream on and believe for God to bring them into reality. Next podcast, number 183, will be the last in this particular series on dreams. However, I'll be starting a brand new series after that on faith. We're going to talk about the ability we have to have great faith and how God wants to bless us with greater faith than the way we currently have. So I'm hoping that it'll bless you and I'm excited about the new series. But next week, we'll be wrapping up this particular series on dreams. So until then, God bless you. See you next time.